This podcast is a team sport. What is going on, everyone? My name is Grace Curtolo, and welcome to the 11th episode of She's Got Balls podcast. Woohoo! Today is Tuesday, September 8th, and I hope everyone had an amazing Labor Day weekend, and that's why this episode is not out on Monday. I hope you guys all had a great time, and I want to take a quick second to thank all of our military and officers out there across the country, not only because of Labor Day weekend, but also because this week is is September 11th. So thank you so much for all of your service and all that you have done for this country. Hope you guys did some fun things outdoors, sports involved this weekend. Last week I played golf with my cousin Kaylee. Shout out to Kaylee and also it's her birthday this week. I hit my first birdie. So that was pretty awesome. I am learning how to play golf still, taking a bunch of lessons and man is it fun and also very hard to do. You're stuck with just me today on today's episode because so much playoff sports and a lot to talk about today. Be sure to stick around at the end for the top 15 NFL protocols that you might notice this season with the return of football. I'm so excited this week is week one for the NFL is back and I think I'm so excited this week that the NFL is back because every other sport, there are just so many games. Look at the MLB and the NBA. There's so much to keep up with, but with the NFL, I think I enjoy because it's just if you're rooting for one team, it's one game a week and you know exactly what day it could be on and you just rally around it. So I think that's why I have been starting to enjoy football more and more just purely because of scheduling purposes. So we are going to get right into this episode. We have a good one for you today with game recaps and pregame details as always. And then we are going to jump into return to play updates and some league news going around all the major league sports so let's do this thing game recaps from last week with all of the big hitting games in the NFL last week was the official final week of NFL training camp and in the MLB the Washington Nationals general manager Mike Rizzo was ejected from their 10 to 3 loss to the Atlanta Braves on Sunday afternoon's game he was ejected not from the bullpen not from the dugout but actually he was ejected from a suite or somewhere in the upper deck after he was shouting things to the Ump, and mind you that since there is no fans in the stadium that they umps could clearly hear it and he also did not have a mask so was it necessary that this general manager got kicked out not sure however even though he wasn't around anyone the rules are the rules and he didn't have a mask on in the nba the semifinals are locked in and underway for the west the la lakers and houston rockets are tied one-to-one so far in the best of seven the denver nuggets are down one to two against the los angeles clippers and on the East, the Miami Heat are leading the Milwaukee Bucks 3-2-1, and Boston is ahead of the Toronto Raptors 5-2. Throwing in a little tennis, last week the U.S. Open has locked down the quarterfinals with the 
last eight players in the men's and women's singles. And this also goes for the wheelchair singles as well. In the NHL for the Stanley Cup playoffs, it is now in their conference finals. So for the Eastern Conference in the Toronto bubble, Tampa Bay Lightnings lead the New York Islanders 1-0. to And the Western finals is out in Edmonton, also in Canada. The Las Vegas Knights are down 0-2-1 against the Dallas Stars, also in the best of seven series. No time for dilly-dallying here. We are going into the pregame details for this week. As I mentioned earlier, this is the first week of the NFL season. Let's go. Kicking it off, we have Texans against last year's Super Bowl champs, Kansas City Chiefs, and they will open up the season this Thursday at 8.20 p.m. Eastern Time on NBC. A bunch of games are going to be at 1 p.m. on Sunday during that main NFL time slot, and the Sunday night game will be at 8.20 p.m. Eastern, Cowboys and the Los Angeles. Angeles Rams. In the NBA, the Eastern Conference semifinals will definitely finish that round this week. And depending how the Western Conference teams do, they could potentially lock in the conference finals teams. And for the WNBA, we haven't talked too much about them recently because they've been playing just regular season games. And now this week will be the last week of regular season play before going into the playoffs. Out in New York, the U.S. Open will already be going into its last week. And that's so much tennis. I did not realize how quick of a turnaround this U.S. Open really is and how much these players are playing tennis. It just sounds so exhausting. No wonder why they're grunting all the time out there. But anyways, all the finals will take place starting this Thursday, September 10th, and will go throughout the weekend. So be sure to check out some of your favorite tennis players like Serena Williams on who will make it to the finals. For the NHL and the Stanley Cup playoffs, they will continue to play its conference finals games this week. And that's all we have for the pregame game details and game recaps so we are going to go into the return to play updates and league news since we don't have any guests but you guys shouldn't mind that right you enjoy my company hopefully with the league updates starting off with the big bad nfl the denver broncos make emily zelaire the first female coach in franchise history. Congratulations, Emily. I'm so pumped for you. Shout out to Women in Sports. After doing an internship with the Broncos this past summer, it went so well that the team decided to hire her full-time for this year's 2020 season. Even though this was supposed to come to an end this week, the NFL announced it will continue to administer COVID-19 tests to players and other essential employees every day of the regular season except game days. This week is going to be week one of the NFL. So that means that this is going to be the first time that the LA Chargers and LA Rams will be playing their first season in their brand new arena. It looks so amazing and beautiful. So be sure to check it out because both teams are going to be sharing it because it just looks absolutely gorgeous. Feels so bad for that arena. So sad and lonely since there will be no fans in it as of the first few games at least. Now, if you do want to see games with fans this week, you can find some in Jacksonville because they plan to have fans of about 25% capacity at all games already throughout the season. And for the Kansas City game this Thursday, they plan to have about 22% capacity at the game, which is approximately 16,000 fans. And that's it. The only two games this week that you'll find fans at is the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Kansas City Chiefs. Speaking of the Chiefs, 
Kansas City received their Super Bowl rings from last year. The players had their face masks on and were very social distanced with their own individual tables. What was unique about this one, other than all of the COVID-19 protocols, is that since their families could not be there, their families or loved ones introduced them when they walked up to receive their ring. Dribbling on over to the NBA, the biggest story from last week came from the Brooklyn Nets as they have named Steve Nash as the 23rd head coach in the franchise NBA history. The past five seasons, Steve Nash has been with the Golden State Warriors as a player development consultant. However, this is his first time as a full-time NBA coach. That is a big step, in my opinion, going from consultant to head coach of an NBA. Even though he was a player himself, I'm very interested to see how this goes. All right, we have tennis and the NHL left. So with the tennis, as Serena Williams enters the U.S. Open quarterfinals, she has won her 100th game in Arthur Ashe Stadium to get into the U.S. Open quarterfinals. And that is the most in any player history. So congratulations to Serena Williams. She is just always crushing it for really just everyone in life. You can't even just say one demographic or one race or gender. She just identifies a true athlete for everyone. Probably the craziest story out of all major sports last week was Novak Djokovic, who was expected to be number one and win the U.S. Open this year, has been defaulted, or that's the fancy tennis term for ejected from the U.S. Open after hitting a line judge with a tennis ball. Yep, you heard it right. He was ejected from his fourth round match on Sunday after he hit a tennis ball directly to a line judge's neck and she fell down. Mind you, if you see the video, be sure to check it out. He did not, he wasn't facing the line judge and just railed it right at her. He was going through all the balls like the fancy tennis players do and aggressively hit it towards her behind him. However, in accordance to the Grand Slam rulebook, following his actions of intentionally hitting a player dangerously or recklessly within the court or hitting a ball with negligence, disregards of the consequences. So the judges did decide that he was going to be defaulted. Now, mind you, this is not an easy decision, but it was the correct decision. And it is confirmed that he faces a also a $10,000 fine for this incident. Skating on over to the last league with the NHL. Pretty interesting article came out that one of the greatest challenges in the NHL right now, of course, is just being in the bubble and trying to find time to relax and also be in the right mental headspace. So the Vegas Golden Knights formed a committee. It was actually called at first the Recreation Committee, but it now has called itself the Fun Committee. And it comes up with ideas for different team bonding, such as rooftop barbecues. You can see them having a Mario go-kart race tournament and also a little slumber party or movie night. I'm confident to say that this has probably helped them get into the final four of the Stanley Cup because they are so focused on the team environment and atmosphere. They actually have this committee that coordinates different things so the team can almost feel like they're outside of the bubble and are bonding together as a group. But that is all of our league news and updates. So we are going to get into the hoot and a hollas for this week. 
Hootin' and Hollers, if you're not familiar, is a segment we do every week where we talk about one person or one organization or group that has made an impact outside of sports. Community and volunteering is very important in not only my own life, but also it needs to be seen more within athletes and needs just more of a platform. And so that's what we're going to do here. This week's Hootin' and Holla goes to the Miami Heat as they announced a partnership with the Miami Police Department to support the administration of specialized training to Miami Police Force with the goal of positively impacting interactions between law enforcement and the diverse local community. With this relationship, hopefully it will build trust and it will actually address some important bias and racism issues within the Miami community. This partnership is going to start as a pilot program training a certain group of Miami PD officers, but hopefully this training can in the future be provided to all of Miami PD's force. This week's sport content feature is Zion on Netflix. If you have not checked this out, you have no excuse not to because it's only 11 minutes. It's just a super well done documentary about a wrestler who was born without the lower half of his body in Ohio. He was given up for adoption right when he was born. And after bouncing around in the foster care system, he was finally adopted. But that wasn't until the age of 16. It quickly shows his success in wrestling and how he became one of the best wrestlers in the state of Ohio and all the different challenges he had to overcome. So if you haven't checked that out yet, Zion on Netflix, a really great, short, inspiring documentary. And hopefully you stayed through the entire episode to talk about some protocols you might notice this season in the NFL as we kick off this Thursday. These were reported from ESPN, and there are some really interesting protocols that you might notice this year. First off is the electric whistle. It's going to be handheld push button whistle, and it will hopefully eliminate the spread of virus droplets. This is not mandatory, but it is an option. And the other option is then for the refs to have have a whistle under their mask. This season, there will also be no cheerleaders or mascots. What? Whatever. I'm so sad about that. But it's in an effort to minimize exposure, which makes sense. There will be no jersey swaps or handshakes. Those are both gone. The NFL notified teams and players that if they want to exchange jerseys, they will have to do that via mail. Also, no more big squad rolling up to the coin toss. It's just going to be one player at the coin toss this year. And there will also be less people on the sidelines because there'll be a lot less, if any, reporters. They're going to try and keep that to a minimum. Just like many of the other leagues, there's going to be fake crowd noise and sometimes 20% crowd noise. The NFL is providing pre-recorded crowd noises to every team during the game. And if any person or club tries to manipulate or gets caught manipulating these crowd noises, the teams will be subjected to a fine, suspension, or potential lost draft picks. So actually, the crowd noise in the NFL is very serious. And the tracks actually include individualized chants for the certain teams. None of the players will be sharing water bottles, as that is kind of a given, and no more buffet-styled meals for these players. Oh, no. Dun-dun-dun-dun. It's going to have to be all prepackaged, and they can burn some of those calories of prepackaged meals by taking the stairs in their hotel rooms. They are going to have to stay in a hotel the night before and after the game and will have requested rooms on lower floors so they take the stairs instead of the elevator. 
The last one's pretty interesting. They have a private jet for the NFL on standby. So when they're on the road, teams must hold at least three empty hotel rooms near the game site just in case any of the traveling members report COVID symptoms or have positive cases that need to be isolated. So the NFL retained a private charter jet service to transport those people home without coming into contact with any of their team. And that is that. This is a wrap on episode 11. So much going on this week. So excited to hear how all of these games go and how the start of the NFL season goes. Be sure to check out the Stanley Cup playoffs in the NHL, the U.S. Open in tennis, the NBA semifinals, and week one of the NFL. So much going on. No excuse not to watch sports this week. And be sure to tag me in any of your sporting gear this week on social media. You can follow us at She's Got Balls Podcast on Instagram and She's Got Balls Podcast.com. Pretty please make sure you are subscribed. Hit subscribe or follow and add a review. Feedback is always appreciated here. The link is in the description. Holler. Also, be sure to check me out on Instagram and the ticker talker at Grace Curatolo. Have an amazing week. Already almost done with it. Skipped Monday. Let's get after it. <laughs>